We're back for episode 19. It's the Vargo Rugby Podcast. All right, welcome back. Episode 19. We're nearly all the way through a full season of podcasts, which is exciting. Um, I'm here with... Well, we're actually on a big old table. Um, I'm here with Jake. Ka-chow! These stupid noises. <laughs> Chink's here as well. You all right? Yeah, nice. Dom. Morning. <laughs> Tony. Good you uh, Adam. Ashuna. And we got And we got some more joining. Tony, do you want to do the honours? Yeah, well, my dad... Rich is at one end of the table. Hey, hello. And Uncle Chris. Hello there, boys. There you go. We've got, we've, got, we've, got, we've got guests this week. Uh, the podcast is growing. Um, right, we will get on with fixtures first because I've been a bit nausy this week and I've written a lot of notes. So, many so <laughs> we better get on, on to fixtures. Do you want to start us off, Tony? You've got, yeah, you got what we need? Off. I'm with uh, Ken Wong. Nice. Um, where Cranbrook are playing Jills, yep. Footscray, Whitstables, HSBC, Nag, King's College, Old G's, and Sheppey have got Ashford. Ah, oh, right. Quickly, before we leave, let's play the game of how many points will Ashford score? Ooh. Who are they playing? Sheppey. Sheppey. 150. 122 to 3. Jake, yours is 122. How about 116? 116. How long does two phases take? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back to you, Don, while you're done doing your maths in three years. Yeah, I'm going to go 107. I'm going to go flat 100. Flat 100. Gents, any guesses on how many points Sheppey will score against Ashford today? Just Ashford, a heads up. Uh, Ashford will score against Sheppey. Just heads up. Sheppey yeah. haven't scored more than three or conceded less than 50 in about eight weeks. 80? 80. 80. I think you might win. I think you might win. I'm going to go 140. 140 for Dom. I'm going to take an even 105. As I say, an even 105. It's an odd number. And I think Sheppey will score three. Yeah, they always do. They always do. That drop goal. They always do that drop goal. Right, Tone, do you have Kent 2 while we're here? I do have Kent 2. Uh, so Askeans are playing Bexley if Askeans can put a team together we'll find out later um, Darpa Valley Cliff Crusaders Fawcett and Brocklians Greenwich to be arranged 7 nice. and Lordswood they have a good season to be arranged 7 <laughs> yeah <laughs> ok fair play Jake right let's roll into our league uh, so today you've got Bromley playing Old Dunstonians Crowborough playing Parkhouse I think Crowborough win the league today with a win they do uh, Lewis are playing Folkestone Common Lewis I mean that's a 100 mile Come on, trip Lewis. for Folkestone, yeah. so that could yeah. be handy. Paulborough are playing Willies. I think Paulborough win that. Yep, easy. And we beat Bex. We beat Bex. Match of interest, match of interest. Vargo against Beckham is the most important match of interest uh, in, in, in many weeks and possibly the world because there ain't many matches of interest today. So it's going to be right up there. Um, Jake, could you do London 2 while we're here? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. Beckham are playing Old Coffeeans. Charlton Parker playing Alfred Balls, Gravesend are playing Maidstone, Heathfield and Wolverine are playing Dill and Better Shagger, Paulson are playing Haywards Heath and Thanet are playing Dover. Match of interest, match of interest on Gravesend against Maidstone, uh, not because it's a particularly important game in the league, but just because they're two local sides 
they'll probably see that as a bit of a derby. Yeah, both come down last year. Gravesend will want to want to get a big win on them though, because Maidstone are tenth, and when we played there the other week in the twos, they were dropped. So you would think Gravesend will win that one. Um, we need to move on again to London One. I haven't got the pages open on my phone. So, Jake, if you could get to London One, that'd be great. Um, Aylesford also... um, No, London One South. Aylesford are playing Charlton Park today. That um, could be a bit of a bloodbath. Mm. Charlton Park could put a big win on on Aylesford today. Um, London One South. Um, Absolutely nothing interesting going on. Cobham are playing darts. Tottenham's playing Midway. Camberley, Westcombe Park. Uh, Seven Oaks haven't. And Brighton, London Cornish. The only interesting thing in that league is not the teams they're playing against, but the fact that top is Medway with 91, oh, and then second, third, and fourth are Seven Oaks, Camberley, and Brighton with 90. Uh, all looking for one promotion spot. So uh, one point in the top other. four. None of them playing each other today, Someone, though. Someone's so that's almost as tight as our league yeah, these days. Um, so that was an interesting one. Sig Cup um, are playing someone today. Uh, it's nothing particularly important well, we've got for, to for Val, we, Yeah, we will look just for now. They're playing Wimbledon, who are near the top. Uh, second, so Wimbledon need a win. They're joint first, actually, Wimbledon. Um, so if Sig Cup could put a win on them, that would be great for Val. A couple of beers for you tonight if they win Val to celebrate. Um, right, we're in. Let's go. Well, Nat one. Let's go with. So I'll just go. Through, I'll go through the top four. So we've got Amtil are playing Darlington Marvin Park, which is the biggest game because yeah. they're fifth or sixth. I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Oldies playing Cambridge at home. Should be so easy. That should be a, a good one for them. Roslyn Park are at home to Plymouth Albion. Yep. And Blackheath are away at Loughborough Shooting. So I mean, they're all playing random opposition. The Amtil game's probably the toughest, but. Yeah. As on Amtil's form, you would still expect them to get a big win there. Yeah, Plymouth Albion are eighth. Yeah, but, nice. So London students are 15th and Cambridge are 12th, so there should be some not too bad yeah. things in there. I've also got Nat 2. Yeah, nothing too interesting there. I know Ca- uh, the, that is the match of interest, uh, Canterbury against Henley, second versus third. Um, who are Tunbridge Judd to play in that league? Tunbridge Judians are away to Taunton Titans. All right, that's the only other sort of interesting game as far as Kent is concerned. Um, we've just found Don Mickelbrown having a nap. <laughs> Always interesting during the podcast. Well, that's the big bit out of the way. That is the fixtures done. Um, obviously, the most important fixture is Vargo versus Becca Hamians. How are you feeling about it, Dom? Yeah, I feel good. Feel good, good. feel fresh. Good training session Thursday. Real good. Yeah, Tuesday and Thursday trainings were, were good. They were the good, the, the rhythm was good in the team and it looked like everyone was firing and, and ready for the game. So that's good. You you all set for it, Tone? Your first game with the with the armband that's not a real armband? Yeah, yeah no, I'm excited. Yeah. This. yeah, it's good that the like I say, boys really took it into it on Thursday. Good mindset, so hopefully we'll carry that forward into today. Definitely, definitely. Well done um, for not making the after training talk three hours long. Yeah, I nearly fell asleep. I'm not going to right after. I don't know if this is bad, right? But then after training talk on um, Thursday, I realised at the end of it that I hadn't listened to any of it because <laughs> I've been daydreaming about getting a winning drop goal against Folkestone last game of the season, <laughs> and I was like. Shit, Nick, surely you weren't daydreaming about that because like, of anything that's going to happen, that ain't going to be it. <laughs> my uh, my favourite one was, you know, just before we split between forwards and backs, 
Wiltshire put his scrum hat just over his eyes and he was trying to make people laugh. And just as John said something, he looked directly at Wiltshire and Wiltshire was like, I couldn't move it up, I just had to front it out and just look at him. <laughs> that was, that was my so scrum hat. It's quite annoying. It feels good. Season. The atmosphere is good. We're feeling fresh. Um, I want to talk to you boys about the amount of signings Harlequins are making this week, first of all. I might, get, I, I might get signed yeah, I mean, they, they, they could sign him they, could, they are signing everybody this week um, they signed a few a few decent names uh, a few not so well known names a couple of guys from Cornish Pirates a couple of guys from Jersey Reds kind of from uni as well didn't they? yeah from University of yes that's it Cardiff Met um, I did notice that one of the guys from Jersey Reds was the was an England under 19s fly half supposed to be very good so I've not heard of him but maybe another player that's a bit like maybe an understudy to Marcus Smith which sounds weird because he's a kid in itself Makes no sense. I think, I, know, just, I think they've gone out and looked for development players on a like a, a lot of them look like development players on a sort of cheapish contract and just to see where they go. So also they're looking at a lot of player welfare, aren't they? So if, and this you know after this year the World Cup, Marcus Smith might have a lot of um, international games yeah. away and things like that. So yeah. you do want someone to be able to come in and step in. Yeah, sort of I mean the squad wasn't the strongest before, but it wasn't wasn't weak either. I mean obviously they've done all right this season uh, so far. Um, there was a, there is a game today, obviously Quinn Saracens. Um, there was a game last night. Um, Leicester got Leicester got pumped by Saints last night. Get, get in. So you were. How was how was the game? Lovely. Well, rather than lovely, how else would you describe it? <laughs> Left Tigers got thrashed by Northampton. Northampton saw the game throughout the whole of the game. Left Tigers looked run out of place. Missing so many tackles and so many yep. positions it wasn't true. Right. Saints deserve their win and long may it continue. Yep. Basketball lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so Leicester seem like they're in a little bit of a mess at the minute, to be honest. I mean, they'll get their international back next week, probably. <laughs> um, which could change things with two Ford, uh, a couple of other boys. Four played last night. Did you play last night? I'm going to try it. I'm young. They? Interesting, interesting stuff. Maybe they're in a bit more trouble than we thought. Um, those signs for Quinns sort of roll me into something else that we want that has been big this week in rugby and last week. Um, the salary cap. So Exeter Rob Baxter said that he couldn't keep Tom Lauday because of the salary cap. He had to offload guys. So because Stuart Hogg's coming in and they wanted to keep a few other guys, they had to get rid of guys. So hence how Tom Lauday has ended up going to Queens. Salary cap's been talked about a lot recently. Um, did you guys see what all the stuff about Saracens, Nigel Ray, I think businesses? It, I think it, it makes sense. And I know, like, listening, so you listen to Jim Hammond and the way he talks about it, they're setting players up for the rest of their lives, essentially. There's a loophole in the salary cap and they've exploited it. I don't think it's a bad thing, necessarily. I was going to say, my question was, is it... A, a really good idea for business like to exploit the ambiguity of the salary cap documents or is it bang out of line I think or it's just clever. is it's it just a, fair game and no one a, should even question it or? I think he's a clever businessman and he's just looked at the gaps and that's why they fucking win everything really and it does help the players out a lot afterwards because like yeah. in every sport there's like so many afterwards how many people do you hear like 
Alcoholic, gambles a lot as well, doesn't he? Footballers so, are rife, yeah, aren't they? Tony um, Adams. Yeah. You've got um, so, so a lot of boxers as well, a lot of boxers go through it, a lot of them are skin, aren't they? What is it? Exactly. Brad Barrett's got the coffee, Chris Wiles and. George Cruz? No, not George Cruz, nah. who's the other fella? It's the beer you're talking about, right? Yeah, the beer. The Wolfpack Lager. Hamilton? No, it's not Hamilton. Hargreaves, someone else is doing the beer. The Lager. What's the CBD? That's George Cruz. George Cruz's CBD, and then Jamie George has got his James and Carl. Um, physio stuff, right? Physio. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot. It is a really good idea. Like apparently Farrell, uh, was, uh, like do a lot of like investments and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it's good that they're teaching them about like business and, and that sort of thing and getting involved, uh, just so that they've got something to fall back on later. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to need it, especially with people retiring earlier and earlier. So I, I reckon my view on it, absolutely no problem. I think it's just clever. It's not, don't even talk about it in the salary cap, so why is anyone talking about it? I think the maybe the bit that is that is the house. Renting, the house thing, yeah. Renting a house for a pound might be <laughs> a bit of a... So there's a thing that apparently Jim Hamilton was renting a house like Nigel Ray for a pound a year. So just to help out, yeah. So I, maybe that, I think that's probably where I'd draw the moral line. Yeah. Maybe go Perhaps. too far with it. <laughs> Perhaps, um, but again, all this—it's all ambiguous wording in the in the in the salary cap. So, the only people that have got to look at it is Premiership rugby, I guess. Otherwise, there's nothing wrong. I think they'll close that down soon. Dom, I'm going to come to you next, mate. Yeah, yeah. Horrible news this week. Yeah. Your boys, the Sun Wolves. Yeah. They've been given the boot. Yeah. Well. Couldn't, couldn't, super couldn't handle us, could they? I know your pain. I know your yeah. pain. So I think I'm going to have to uh, look who's got the second coolest name in the league. You're not having my boys. Change team. You're not having the Crusaders, mate. They're my boys. Not having the Sharks. <laughs> uh, Dom, continuing on with you. You've been cut. We were just talking about names of teams. Yeah. You haven't got to pick another one yet because you got till 2020 apparently. They might go into global rapid rugby next. Did you hear that? Um, yeah, I read some news on it. I don't really understand it. I, I did have to Google what Samsar was. I was <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, not fairly new to it, so I'm still yeah. understanding it. I was like, oh, it's been cut. Apparently, they had to pay six point seven million just to stay in it. And they just went, to be in the tournament. Yeah, they just turned around and went, Nah, actually, the only team. You're yeah. right. <laughs> no other teams have to pay money to be involved in Super Rugby, yeah. but the Summers have to pay six million. Yeah. Is it? I reckon it's probably just because the Summers have got maybe the richest owner, and they were just like, that'll work. Yeah. How do we maybe get more funding? Yeah. <laughs> I think they were concerned. That the other clubs were concerned that they wouldn't get the revenue from the TV deals and stuff in Japan, whereas in Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa they would. Yeah, but literally. yeah, they've got the, the it's like <laughs> interest in rugby is at its absolute peak in Japan. That's why it's twenty twenty. <laughs> like you're so stupid. <laughs> but then after that, like you get the fallout of having a home World Cup. So many more people involved in rugby. So many more people watching rugby. So if they, I mean, if they can get into global rugby, rugby I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah I'd love it if they could I mean, yeah, if they pull them across. So that started Friday night. Um, the Western Force beat the World 15. It was a, it was a, a decent enough game. I did watch it because I was intrigued by the rule changes. Um, and the ball was in play a lot, but there's a rule that you can't kick it out on the... so, so tired. Hey, this one will kill you. You can't kick it out on the fall from inside your own 22. Not allowed. So teams are getting the ball five metres out and having to run with it. Fuck. How hard is that? What happens if you do? The line just comes down. Exactly, a line from where you kicked it. Ooh. Yep. Um, also, if you interesting one with kicking, if you kick it from within your own 40, it bounces and goes out within their own 20, uh, 22, like in rugby league, it's your ball. Oh, nice. A precision kick, it's called. So if you can kick a, a tactical kick from like 30 metres out your own line, get it to bounce once and bounce it to five metres out, 
fuck your line out five minutes out. Is there any allowed to bounce once? No, much like as long as it goes off. Yeah. Just, just, just start nailing it, grubbering them towards the edges of the pitch. Yeah. Surely there's people just covering that. Do you know what? It wasn't, but I think it was because it was the first game. It wasn't really Like people were just getting, and it was a World 15 as well, so it wasn't. The World 15 isn't a team of players that are used to playing global rapid rugby. They're just players who've played all over the place. Corey uh, was playing from New Zealand. Obviously, the Honey Badger was playing. Rico Iwani was playing. Uh, there was a lot of. There's quite a few players playing. Rico Iwani? Yeah, was it Rico? He was Iwani. Might have been the other Iwani saying that. I was going to say, the, I wouldn't see the Blues letting Rico. Because I think I might have seen Iwani playing last night, and that's what's confusing me. Yeah, I was going to say. There was. Might have got confused with one of the many. Players who sound the same, not, not racist. Did you change your name to the army? Yeah, he definitely played for the Blues last night, didn't he? Um, someone good played on the wing for the World 15 last night. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. Are they short or half? Sorry, mate. Are they short? They are 35 minutes and a half. So seven minute games. But, no, but the ball was in play. The ball was in play for. No, for. Over double the amount of time the ball was in playing Super Rugby games of the week. I think the average amount of him play time for the ball in a Super Rugby game is about 30, 30 35 minutes. To get more sub. But then in Go Rapid Rugby it was like 60 out of 70 or something. That's horrible. So you're just constantly running. Imagine the one where they kick it over the top, you have to stop it going off, otherwise it's their line out, but then you also can't kick it off. So all your players are running back, the forwards are sprinting 80 metres to try and get back to 5 metres. John would hate that because we'd just go to one out rugby. Rest time. You've just got to be so fit. I think it's just all about the, the show, like there's fireworks all the time, there's music in between all the game breaks, every scrum's got to be done within 30 seconds, every line-out's got to be done within 30 seconds, like it's all, it's all about rugby. What? The, whole, the motto of the whole thing is taking the boring out of sport or something like that. So, taking, what? taking the boring out of the sport. Oh, sorry. It's not playing that boring, is it? <laughs> 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 not the sport. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's a bit different. It's a bit different. Um, Super Rugby, Crusaders won the first four, but they just, I think, they lost this morning. They were losing by 15 points with five to play. So, the Waratahs, I think, done them this morning. Quinn's Saris, first of all, predictions for Quinn's Saris. It's at Wembley. Uh, it's at London Stadium. Saracens. I'm hoping it quins. My head says Sarries before the international's back. But my heart obviously Charles says Quinns. For me it's no, Quinns all, all the way. Marrow's back. Marrow's back. Marrow's back. It's at the London Stadium. Uh, moving games to other stadiums. Good idea. Bad idea. I think it's a good idea because they'll, they'll, they'll be, it'll probably be 50,000 people. I'd be annoyed if it was my home game. Though. Yeah. But this game's usually played at Wembley, so I think they always have it. Oh, no, right. And Queens have one game a year at Twitter. Well, two games. Yeah, 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 there's the clash, at, the clash yeah. that they play at Twitter. So we're saying we're happy with it if it's local. What about when Bath play Bristol and it's at Twickenham? Yeah, well, I think that's. Because it's a big derby game, it's a, I think it's, a it's how far is it from your? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you got to travel three hours to go and watch yeah, your team play. Both teams doing it. Though. If you're a proper fan, it's yeah, but an away game, don't care. Yeah. If you're a proper fan, you would. Yeah, you would, but 
I mean, I don't know whether I don't know whether you'll get in the crowd. Bristol, is Bristol Bath getting getting eighty thousand people? I don't want to get into the local economy, but can you imagine like the amount of beers that Bristol and Bath are losing? Shut up, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah, true story. I reckon, I reckon that's there. Talking of beers, actually, I heard this stat. I heard it on the podcast I was listening to in the week. Um, it was the most beers. Army Navy. Army Navy. Like three times the amount of beers. No, at the, the Army Navy game at Twickenham, they sell more beer than they do at every other game at Twickenham put together. I can't. Why? Amazing. Because, Amazing. Because, Amazing. because yeah. they set up tents in the car park. So my dad obviously like this. Um, We'll hear later from Anna. Like obviously Dad was in the army. Um, they would rock up, they'd get the bus down, so barracks all around the country are sending coaches of soldiers yeah. down there. So you get get on the coach, get into Twickenham at like eleven in the morning, straight into the Remy tent, Guinness, and then as soon as like you wander around for kickoff more, but like they just sit there and the just keep the, going the, the and going. Yeah. The, like the culture of it. And they can all like reasonably handle it. You just sit there, and it's just literally it's just get their beers. And they've so maybe when people go to an international or whatever, whatever the game is, they're in the pubs around Twickenham. They're drinking beforehand. They're drink, drinking their bottles of Lambrini Dom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're white lightning to cheat. You know, you know that sort of thing. Try and make the day day cheap. In the army, you're on a bus into Twickenham, the straight away, all your money into the They've all got their own bars. Like, yeah. uh, I've, been, I've been to the Royal Engineers bar yeah. once at the Army Navy game, that was quite a good day out. Bought myself a Royal Engineers shirt, never wore again. It was good for one day for a, for a booze up. It was a good day, good day out. Yeah, they are decent days. Yeah. Uh, Rocco still plays, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Um, what was my last thing this morning? Izzy Falau equaled the most tries ever in Super Rugby. Nice. Big achievement for an arsehole. Was he about 25? He is a big old arsehole. <laughs> Massive achievement four. for an absolute twat. <laughs> oh, and uh, also, uh, lastly, we'll be up to our 3,000th listener soon, so there will be a special prize. So make sure you listen in to the Vigo Rugby podcast over the next couple of weeks. I predict it will be this week. But it may be next week, depending on the amount of listeners. We're up to 2,800. Oh, nice. So, could be, could be. Quickly, who did he take the record off? I can't remember the man's name. It did mention it this morning on the game, but I can't remember his name. I want to say Brad something. <laughs> I want to say Brad something, but it wasn't a recent player. There was no one that I recognised the name of. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, that's all we got. Anyone got anything to chip in? Then we are going to be on our way to the game in a minute. I'm going to be. Come on, Liam. Let's mug Liam. He doesn't spawn. Who's Liam's team hand today? I actually haven't checked. Absolutely. Oh, He's Some bibs. London Irish genuinely lost. Did they? Yeah. Mate, this is what I'm saying. London Irish been signing all these big names. Imagine they don't get promoted. <laughs> Imagine they don't get promoted. Have, and you've got all these contract. names playing in the championship. And it's also ring fence, so they're stuck there for four years each. Irish <laughs> Ian Madigan. Ian Madigan. He was playing there. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Funny stuff. Oh, we played Doncaster. Yeah. Who did you lose to? Who did we lose to? Good question. Cornish. Cornish Park? I think it was, actually. They're not a bad side. I can't no, remember who's second though. Yorkshire Carnegie. Yorkshire, that's oh, it's Leeds, isn't it? It's basically Leeds. 
they changed their name, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Leeds. They ain't been long out of the Premiership, to be fair. All right, let's call it a day there. Let's go get in the cars. Bit of drive time. Monsters. And a few monsters and some after eight sweets for the boys. And then we'll be at the club ready to go for a big game. Let's do it. Okay, and we're here with Adam Whitehead. Adam, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, Nick. How are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, I'm not too bad, not too bad. Thank you. It's good, good to have you down this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm looking, uh, looking forward to it, yeah. Good, good. Um, and obviously, as usual, you've got a great fact of the week for us. I, I do. Um, obviously, I've travelled through and I've found one that uh, sort of relates to my dad this week, being an ex-serviceman. And uh, we're going to go with one about World War One. Nice. Uh, obviously, the first world, war, first world war took a terrible toll on a human life. But what what isn't so well known is that in the number of dead, there were over sort of players from inter- who were internationally capped, and some of these were 30 Scottish capped players, 26 English capped, 20, 20 French capped, sort of 12 in- uh, 12 Welsh internationals, and 12 New Zealanders and nine Irish. All, all with sort of international caps, so it took a massive toll on the international game. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad story, and if I'm right, I think Lewis Moody might be um, in charge of kind of looking into the history of the servicemen who were ex-players, and he does he does a lot of work with vets and stuff like that now, Lewis Moody. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Well, I know, I know on the England side. Well, yeah, yeah, because obviously he's one of the ones that come, come through the army, isn't he? Because so, uh, I believe Rocco de Gooney was outside. Yeah, yeah, he's still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a few of the boys. No, that is a, that is a good fact for us. A sad one, but a very good one. Obviously, yeah. it stopped everything, so big... Uh, Big shout out to all the military people that were playing that were playing rugby. Thanks very much. Another good fact, mate. And uh, you'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Perfect. All right, mate. Thanks for that. No problem. See you. See you later. Stico, Stico of the day. Okay, we're gonna have to be quite loud because there's some music in the background. But um, it's time for Stico, Stico of the day. How are you, Stico? Good, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I would have been better if we'd have won, but it was a tight game. So what can you do? Um, I mean, who is Sticko Sticko of the Day? Well, obviously Wiltshire. I mean... What happened? Uh, <laughs> hitting, hitting a guy late. Well, I, did, I don't personally didn't see it, but apparently it was late. And... Um, oh, it smells that sick. That, that literally smells that sick. Um, yellow cards. And then shortly after that yellow card, we were obviously down the line out, down in a scrum. We considered a try. Uh, so we conceded a try while Liam was off a yeah. minute later, actually. Yeah, and we lost by less than a try, didn't we? Exactly. So I mean, so it's all Liam's there's, there's only one real culprit. Horrible. Free tips to make sure he doesn't do it again. Um, maybe, maybe change his name. Yeah, that would help to start with. Uh, hit the guy on time would be a start as well. Yeah. And then, firstly, just don't be a dick. Don't be oh, a god. dick. Oh, God, just look, look at him now. He's just such a Can dick. I add one? Yeah, go Don't ahead. be a twat. Yeah. He's about to do a dirty pint. Uh, he hasn't got and it we'll stick this, if we he get a video, we'll stick this up on the Viger Rugby podcast, obviously, oh uh, on the Facebook page. Um, perfect. So, well, congratulations, Liam Wiltshire. You are Sticko's Dicko of the day. Anyone have any other shockers to them? Uh, I don't think anyone really had an outstanding shocker like that. Yeah, that was that was obviously key for the game as well because they obviously took advantage of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, fair play. Okay, mate. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Nick. Well played, as always. Thank you. And you. And, uh, thank you very much. Oh, oh he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. Nail the day pint, the whole thing. Yes! Well done, Liam Wiltshire. He's nailed his dirty pint. He's gonna eat the re- he's just gonna eat the rest of it. He's just gonna eat the rest. That was actually quite impressive. <laughs> Cheers, mate, see ya. See you. Willies! Drive fast eat ass. Alright. So, that was breakdown. How are you? Yeah, good mate. Good, good, yeah, not bad. good, good, good. Let's uh Let's get deep into these results because I ain't actually had a good look through them since ours came through because I was too depressed <laughs> to do any podcasting straight after the game. So here we are, Tuesday night. Tuesday night, it's Thursday, isn't it? It is Thursday it's night now, Nick. It's Thursday. <laughs> That's how quickly my life is moving. Uh, no excuses, though. I've been terrible at podcasting this week. Um, but I have got some results. So from last weekend, uh, we'll get into some other stuff about us later uh, just checking out this first result oh big week for Val check it out Sig Cup 21 Pow. Wimbledon 20 demolished Wimbledon them were second in the league oh dream still are so second that's actually league, a really good but, um, <laughs> yeah a really good win that decent four points possibly five, 21 no no chance of that being four tries but decent four points um, and a terrible one point for Wimbledon um, let me get into London 1, see what happened. Oh, London 1, that's where all the uh, Medway and Western Park and all yeah. that lot are up near the top. Uh, Brighton, they got another win. Uh, oh, wait, all teams were expected to win this week. Brighton yeah. got a win. Um, Dartfordians actually got a win against yeah. Cobham, local, local fellas. Um, Medway, they got a win as well. Camberley, they got a win as well, and Seven Oaks, Westcombe they got Park. a win as well. Camberley beat Westcombe Park 41 well, Westcombe Park in London won now. Yeah. I mean, I've been paying attention all season. Yeah. <laughs> but what? <laughs> you did pay just as much attention <laughs> as that Portuguese fucking head of police did. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Wait. There was a girl? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not here, mate. No. Um, yeah, Seven Oaks beat Haven 29 7. Um, and Medway smashed Totonians 41-24 so not much has changed at the top of that league still 96 for Medway 95 for Seven Oaks 95 for Cambly 95 for Brighton Fuck. that is toit real toit going into the last few games interesting very interesting what did the guys just above us lot do who we're still confident we'll make this lot let's stick out our league for next year <laughs> You never know, you never know. No, you don't. Um, it's not over until... Oh, I've pressed the button. Perfect. We've gone back. Um, I did see there that Beckenham got a win, which, again, is uh, to be expected these days, because they are, I'm pretty sure, right near the top. Yeah, smashing it. Yeah, Beckenham, Horsham, Charlton Park with the, with the tight, the, the ones going for the promotion. Did you say it was just one go up from this league? From London 1 to London Prem, yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. Uh, Beckham beat Colfs to, to stick to the top. Uh, oh, Charlton Park. What's that score? Smashed, smashed Ellsford. 57-11. Nice. That's big. Gravesend got a win in the one of the matches of interest. 22-14. Beat Maidstone. Mm, yeah, not good. bad effort. Maidstone, they're in the... They're in yeah, the, they're coming down, aren't they? Yeah, they're str- I, I don't think they're coming down. 
Oh, they're not? But they're just in the in the shit as a... I've, oh. I've heard on the rumour mill that they're just in the in a bad place as a club. Obviously, oh, yeah, after our twos down. beat their twos, 88 yeah. the other week. Just didn't, didn't seem all that great down there. And Horsham, they kept up their, their push on the top with a 41-17 win over Hayward Heath. Nice. Um, interesting stuff there. I reckon we get to our league last. What do you reckon? Sure. Yeah, let's get on. Shall I uh, take us into Kent then? Let's go for it. Uh, so starting with Kent 1, uh, Cranbrook beat Jills 28-15. Hmm. Um, Footscray beat Whitstable. HSBC beat New Ash Green 26-19. Shock. Like that. Um, Old G's beat Kings at Kings 29-50. Which, uh, which is ideal. And here's the biggie. Um, oh, I feel like you're the, you're actually the closest. Oh, I don't know, am I? But it was Sheppy three. Nice. Perfect. As, as predicted. <laughs> Drop goal early on. Naturally, Ashford one hundred and twenty-eight. No, I feel like that. I feel like you're the closest there. Or maybe Jake. No, you did. No, yeah, I think Jake. Jake's took taken it. Jake, Jake got in with a one, two, Some, two. One, two, something, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad effort at all. Actually, he went far off. How do you keep playing when they've already scored a hundred and I mean hundred and anything? Yeah. How do you keep going? When you get to 120, you must start fearing they're going to get to 150. Yeah. Surely you call that. You just go, look, can we fucking stop this, mate? Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Perfect. How are they, if their ones are that bad, how are their twos still just existing? Because I feel like if your ones are that bad, a lot of you guys in the twos, they would, you know, they'd obviously be coming and playing in the ones, but their twos still beat our lot. So how, how are their twos not horrific? And I their ones know. are this bad. Yeah. Because I would. That's the sort of scoreline we would get playing against like a national team. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So how have they? How have they got that bad? Like that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, that's unreal. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Ashford going up. Have they secured it now? Uh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, two games. Two games to go. Twenty-four one. points in front. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely Jeez. killed it. I feel like Jills have got themselves into the playoff as well. Cranbrook are 10 points behind obviously with two games to go but Jills have got um, Kings at home which you know Kings could could upset yeah. them if they yeah. got complacent but then they've got Footscray oh, yeah, so, so there's definitely a point in those two isn't there yeah exactly yeah. so no. so well on Jills on the playoff I could have told you last year I reckon that Ashford were the best team we played yeah 100% for, yeah, by, by a mile even though we spanked them at home it wasn't the right team but that away game against them was probably the, the highlight of the year yeah. that was the hardest game that we had that for yeah it was a big um, old game that was a toughie um, uh, that's fine we digging even further into Kent 2 uh, yeah, if I can find... Yeah, keep scrolling past it. Do I? Yeah, there yeah. he is, Shepherd's name. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, Askeans put a team out. Exciting. Um, nice. But lost to Bexley 12-19. Cliff Crusaders continue their run. Um, they beat Dartford Valley 57-5. Uh, Brockleans lost to Faversham 34-7. Um... Greenwich versus to be arranged seven um, didn't happen. Oh, no result. No result. Oh, no. Unlucky to be arranged seven. You were on a good run. Yeah. 
and Lordswood 31, Sittingbourne 20. Sittingbourne 20? Hmm. What's happened the to Lordswood them too right. then? Yeah, yeah, Lordswood. So Cliff Crusaders are killing it at the front. Faversham, not far behind them. And, and Lordswood are right, like a point behind Faversham, and then it drops away to Sittingbourne. Sittingbourne. Lordswood is apparently where Daddy Baker is the coach. Is he? Apparently so. Apparently he's the Lordswood coach. Interesting. Yeah, Lordswood. Yeah, I've heard about. Yeah, I've heard about. Indeed. Don't like him. I won't like him. Don't like him. That's fair enough. Um, Shall I take us to that one? I've just got that one. Oh, dream. It's ready for you to have a look at. You go. I'm not going to look at it right now. You can do it. I'm a bit confused about what's going on on the road in front of me as I'm the driver tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I? Shall I go for it then? Go for it, mate. Um, Just ones that are exciting for us. Um. Amptill 33, Darlington, Madden Park 26, so that, another win for them. Blackheath smashed Loughborough students, 1953. Nice. Uh, is it Roslyn Park? Yeah, it Beat is. Plymouth Albion, 22-17. possibly not a bonus point. Yep, and then Old Ease beat Cambridge, 31-3. Probably by this point, let's have a yeah, look. Yeah, Rotherham Titans 29-5, but I don't think they're Ooh. they're of concern, are they? Just on the outside. Uh, so Amtil still Amptil, at the top. Yeah, so that's another bonus point win. So they keep their five point cushion yeah, over Old Otamians. Old Otamians they keep their one point cushion over Roslyn Park. Park, and Blackheath are still two points behind them, flailing a few points behind that. It's, I mean, it's still tight. That's as mad. Go. Like, if you look at like wins, 19, 19, 19, 18. Yeah, that's like it's, it's all on bonus points. It's incredible oh, what draw. bonus points can do to you. So there's two draws for old teams. Uh. That's what's. So they're they're just a draw and and four bonus points. That must be away. Mm. But then one of the bonus points would have come in the draw. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, interesting stuff still in National One. Uh, you got, have you got national team? Yeah. Um, how, how can everybody do it? 33-26, they won. Um, Over Henley. Henley, yeah. Uh, who else do we... Uh, Tunbridge Judds beat yeah. Taunton Tyre, Titans. Tyrants, exciting. Uh, 22-10. Name, actually. Tyrants. <laughs> yeah, tyrants, yeah. That's tyrants. Although I imagine it's like a, more like a Libyan or Iraqi. <laughs> yeah. <rubbish> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no racism here. Indeed. Um, do we care about Dean Crusaders? N- no, but we did. Once they got one of the worst corners. Didn't we? One of the scariest oh, corners. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dean yeah. in a hole. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they no, beat so Old Rocklivians 22 something. Right. Not two table. Oh, Rams. Yeah, what Rams did they do? Oh, they smashed there. Worthing yeah. 53 7. Right, so yeah, Rams, Rams are well up. Uh, Canterbury on 107. And Tunbridge Judians are just behind them on 100, and Henley are on 100 as well. So that was actually a good win. Good game, yeah. Yeah. So Canterbury is still in the seat for that playoff spot. Definitely. Get themselves into that one. one. Well done, Canterbury. Great. So, last but not least, let's get back out and get into London Three. Let's have a let's have a good old look at it. Um, Coming up now for us. I mean, we know we know a couple of the results. Um, we know that Folkestone got a win. Um, we know that did Hastings get a win. Nah, 
not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Absolutely no happened. idea, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what went on. I'm making it all up. But I'm driving, so <laughs> I'm allowed. Uh, right. We don't condone podding and driving, by the way. Yeah, do not it's pod just, and drive. It's just something that <laughs> we need to do. Bromley, 32. Dunstonians, 30. Strong. Interesting. Good mid-table clash. For Bromley, it means yeah. that Bromley are probably safe. They're probably safe. Safe. Mm. Um, but, I mean, we could could hopefully get dragged back into it for the last game of the season because they mm. play Old Bacamia's last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Crowborough 26, that was the turn-up. Crowborough yeah. 26, Parkhouse 27. 27. So maybe Bromley ain't out of it because Parkhouse have just reeled them back in again. Indeed, at Crowborough at as Crow- well. What the hell is going on up at Crowborough? They still need a point to win the league. Absolute nuts, mate. Why Absolutely they, why nuts. Why have they not just won any of the last game, few oh, games, no. three games or whatever it is? Yeah. Idiots. Um, it's really annoying because we wanted them to win all of them. Yeah. Really. Um, well, they'd already Folkestone, let us down losing they, last week, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Losers. Losers. So you are Crowbra. Yeah. Um, Folkestone beat Lewis 26 14. To be expected on Folkestone and Lewis's form. Yeah. Lewis have been poor. Was a long old way to go, wasn't it? So they obviously travelled well, which is worrying for when they have to come up to us, which is yeah, nowhere the last near that far. Of the season, yeah. Um, Paulborough 52, Old Willie's 19. Do you think this could be a problem for Willie's going into next season because they have absolutely folded since yeah. we played them? They lost the 10, they haven't won a game, no, they haven't won a thing, no, and they've been, been beat, getting beaten easily mm. like by everyone. So, I'd be worried, Old Willie's. They're uh, they're, they're like the podcast, they're friends of the podcast, oh, cool. Old Willie's. Um, Willies. but you're doing shit, so sort yourselves out, yeah. Willies. And then last but not least, well, it is actually completely least. Yeah. Virgo 8, Old Bacamians 12, which is an absolute bloody shocker. Mm. It's a tragedy. What's the difference between a travesty and a tragedy? Because I was going to say it's a tra- travesty. Mm. Is it a travesty? I think they're reasonably similar. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's a travesty tragedy that we've lost 8-12. Let's get into it. What happened, Tony? What, what happened? Um, what do you think happened? Well, I think from, you know conversations that we had we were like no team really deserved to win it because yeah. we're like yeah we were saying weren't we like nothing really happened um, we just we did loads 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 of things right but then we just couldn't couldn't finish quite a few high tackles as in people you know tackling up around the chest area and letting the big boys like you know making sort of five yards yeah, dragging in yards. three players to get them down and things like that which we, I think it's got to be three weeks out because that's not normally how. Normally, our defence is very, very good and much better than that. So that I, that must be about the yeah. time that we've had away from from contact. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, you you don't want to say it as a back, but you know, the line out didn't function, which yeah. wasn't ideal. But I mean, you know. Yeah. It's, it's life it's rugby isn't it Indeed. it happens sometimes I agree with you on the three weeks out I agree with you on the nothing happened obviously just was a bit of a nothing game and you can yeah. tell from the scoreline yeah 8-12 yeah. no but yeah. they we scored one try they scored two in 80 minutes mm. one in the first half one in the second and it was just and our try was from a big old chase of a kick through and I mean it was to be fair it was finished very well yeah yeah and it was a good chip from Vinny um but yeah, the, the fact that that was the only way anyone was really scoring, it was pretty dull. But wins a win from from their point of view. They just all they wanted was the win. That's all they needed. And now we rely on them losing. 
is a bit of a shitter. Just not happy with it. No. Just playing on my mind this week. No, I'm with you, mate. How, it's getting to you, Tone. It's getting to you, huh? personally. How did, it, how did it feel? First game, went out and captured the boys for the first time. Yeah, no, I you know, couldn't ask any more from the boys, really. Um, I think it was... You know, it wasn't through lack of effort. It wasn't through lack of heart. Um, you know, they, they, we genuinely, I think, you know, went out there. It just didn't come together for us. I, uh, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, the odd, you know, a lot of positive mistakes, offloads and things like that that um, probably shouldn't have um, been attempted and things. And, you know, we played the ref well. The discipline was actually very good. I, didn't I say thought, a word. yeah. Didn't say fuck all. Dad. I mean, didn't say both two good. Yeah, Wiltshire got his got his card, but that wasn't about gobbing off. Which I mean, he's good from him. How many yellows is that for him this year? It's a few. Isn't it's it? got to be a few. I said. It's a few. I'm sure it's a few. Yeah. Um, just can't keep them talons off of out of the cookie jar. Yeah, that's it. All the other players. But I think what's good is that we now. I think we've been riding on this high, you know, that we're good enough, and you know. As it turns out, we you know we could have been good enough to go up, but actually I think it gives us a chance to sit there and go, well, we know actually how good we're going to have to be if we want to go up next year. And so you know, I, when when boys are, are whinging and flagging, I can turn around and go, well, we need you know we need to we need to be doing this and we need to be performing at this level, and yeah, we're going to have to do whatever we can to get there. I mean, you're right. I think. Um now there's no real excuse now because we know what we're coming into. Yeah, you know, at the no, start exactly. of the year we went. You know, hopefully we'll win never some. Never played any of these teams before. Yeah. you know, ever. So we didn't have a clue what was coming, and now you know exactly what it takes to to win the league. Exactly how good you're supposed to be. Exactly how you're supposed to play. Exactly how everyone else plays it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, by the time I get home, no excuses for us not to be in. London too. Unless no, we get there this year, obviously, because that could still happen. It could it's still happen. Cards. It isn't. Only three points behind Bex, That's two games it. to go. Three points away. We've got Folkestone the last. We've got Parkhouse this weekend. They've got someone this weekend easy. Lewis, I think. Yeah, or something could like be that. Pointer or some, something shit. And then uh, after that, they've got Bromley away last game. Oh, they got Hastings. Hastings at home. Hastings yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they hopefully, they could, if they get complacent, Hastings could. Uh, could do a job take for them take something but then they've got well they've got Bromley again Bromley Bromley have pulled out some results recently so again if they get complacent at Bromley as well so if they get complacent you never know just pull a result out of your arse <laughs> one Someone, of you two teams anyone. come on <laughs> and folks don't go easy yeah chill out alright well thanks for getting through all that with me Tone no worries buddy it took us a while didn't it only 18 and a half minutes mate <laughs> <laughs> Won't be cutting any of that out either, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Perfect. <laughs> right, let's get to training. Dream. Willies. Willies.